0: This is Spin Control, a fiber craft podcast by a joyful girl.
1: Spin, turn spinning wheel. Make me some of your magic
0: thread. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Spin Control, episode 126 respite. In this episode I have got some knitting, some spinning, a little bit of sewing, a little tale for you about my favorite trip of the year. I've got some good news but of course we should get this episode started with some updates. All right so not much has changed about my current circumstances. I am still in Pennsylvania helping out my mom which is all well and good. I did however, Get a respite. So, my mother got a hold of one of my little brothers and coordinated with them to come out and spend a long weekend here at the house so I could get a little break and go spend some time with my significant other. And we'll talk about that more about how I spent that time a little bit later in the episode. There isn't a whole ton going on. Besides that, fam's doing good, I'm doing good, mom's progressing as she should. Probably a little bit better than some people, like her peers, and all is well in my little world. So things are coming along pretty well. I don't have a ton of updates, like, there hasn't been a whole lot that's happened. I've got a little story for you later to talk about how I spent the time on my respite. But yeah, that's really where we are and what we got going on. But surprisingly enough, I've got quite a bit of crafting updates and a little story for you, and I'm kind of excited about some stuff. And yeah, so. I guess it's time to get this podcast started. And now it is time for me to spin a tale. And I have got a little story for you about how I spent my respite. So my mother was able to align my little brother's weekend here at her house with an annual event that me and the boy try to attend every year called the Riversit. It is called the Riverset because apparently at one point it used to be A river float. His former rugby team gets together every year out on the Merrimack River in Missouri, and they used to float this 14 mile trek and spend the weekend on the river. But we've all kind of decided that we are too old to spend 14 miles in the sun on the river. So, what we do is we park ourselves in lawn chairs (laughs) on the edge of the Merrimack River and watch the various groups of people float by, and we enjoy the sun and the sandbar and some barbecue and the rushing waters and the beautiful trees and all of the wildlife out there in the middle of nowhere and it's perfect. This was absolutely the perfect way to spend my weekend away from my mom's house because literally no one demands anything of your time. There's no self-service, there's no Wi-Fi, there's no emails, calls or texts. We're literally just hanging out with good friends, enjoying the weather, and being. And it was absolutely perfect. I flew from Buffalo, New York to St. Louis and the boy met me in St. Louis and we literally drove, it's about an hour and a half from the St. Louis airport further and further into the woods until we ended up kind of in the middle of nowhere on this property that some of his friends have out on the Merrimack River and it's wonderful and it was beautiful and it was perfect. It was a very small gathering this year. Some years, I mean, on the Saturday of the weekend, we've had as many as 50 people out there just kind of partying and grilling and hanging out and floating and doing all of the wonderful things. But we had about a dozen people out there this year. It was an intimate gathering and it was perfect. It was so wonderful to just be with friends and have no pressures of outside life or the grind or anyone who needs your help or your time, it was great. It was so wonderful to just get to spend that time with the boy and be away from the demands of caring for my mom. It was perfect and I couldn't imagine it any other way. And now it is on to spinning my wheels. And despite my uh, challenge in location, I have been pretty busy. So generally speaking, I knit more in the wintertime, but I've always got something kind of going on in the works. And I haven't done a whole lot of knitting since I've been here, but I wanted to give you an update on what I've got on my needles. So I didn't bring it with me because that was just too large of a bag to, to bring on my adventure, but I have a weekender on my needles i don't know why but it took me forever to even start that sweater project so sometime last summer one of my knit girls when we went to the estes park wool festival was working on like her fourth weekender and she said it was one of her favorite sweaters to knit and she really really loved making it and wearing it so i'm like well okay it's about time that i cast on this sweater So I cast it on. I am most of the way up the body and getting ready to, um, divide for the arms. And that's where I am on that. But that project, like I have all the yard in this single large bag and the pattern and the sweater on the needles inside the top of that bag. So that really wasn't travel conducive. So that did not come along with me. But once I get back, I'll start working on that again. What else? So I brought with me So I told you last time about my folly in not bringing the yarn that I needed to make my sample hats, but I am working on one of the sample hats in not necessarily a throwaway yarn, but not the yarn I intend for the final hat. I am doing a test on a two-color hat using some two colors of Malabrigo Rios in a blue and a gray and right now i'm working on the brim and the body of the hat it um isn't my favorite as a two color project so when i originally did the swatch it was just texture slip stitching ribbing and then a combination of slip stitch with strategically placed garter stitch and i was super duper pleased with the texture that i was coming up with and i thought to myself Well, this would lend itself pretty well to a two-colored texture hat. But I am not very pleased with it because, well, one, the two colors are making the fabric extremely dense because of the slip stitches. And on the ribbing at the brim of the hat, it's curling more than I would like. And I'm like on my second attempt at doing the two color ribbing in a different method, and I'm still not super pleased with how that is progressing. So I may end up with a two color hat, I may not. I think it's gonna depend on how it looks when I finish and how it blocks out whether or not it's too curled to be satisfactory to my liking, right? So that's kind of where I am with that. But, so I'm using two colors of Malabrigo Rios, and like the knit itself is entertaining and fun, I've got about another inch before I'm ready for the patterning that will go on the crown. So that's progressing pretty well. And I'm just still disappointed in myself that I didn't bring any of the yarn I wanted to make samples of the other hats. And also I brought along with me a self-striping sock yarn that I am knitting a pair of just kind of plain vanilla socks out of and well a little bit more fancy than vanilla they have a slip stitch detail in them but it's a super simple pattern and I'm just kind of winging it so I didn't need to bring a pattern with me or anything like that and I love self-striping yarn for socks so that's been a lot of fun I am just about finished with the second foot so I do um two at a time on DPNs So I finished the toe and the foot on the one sock, and I'm ready for the heel. And the other one, I've got about another inch of knitting before I'm ready to turn both of those heels. So that's pretty cool. And I mean, and that's kind of perfect for airport knitting and waiting and waiting rooms and that sort of thing. So that's been good to have with me. So really, those are the things, the three things I've got on the needles right now when it comes to knitting. And hopefully, very soon, I will have more knitting adventures I'll be able to get myself to knitting those sample hats because I kind of want to have those knit up and the patterns ready for tech editing by like the end of September so they're ready to go for fall and winter so that'll be pretty cool all right what else have I been working on I do have some chore sewing to take care of here at my mother's house. And thankfully, she sews more than she does just about anything else. So there are definitely a couple of sewing machines upstairs in her craft room at my disposal to get these things accomplished for her. It's really just the simplest things. So for some reason, in this town, it is just about impossible to find short curtains. So she has this tiny little window in her bathroom, of all places, that needs a curtain desperately. like. We have a color-coordinated towel up there right now, so no one's spying on you in the bathroom. And I, I mean, I've been out here for multiple trips and just have not been able to find a short curtain that will fit that window. So when we were getting the lower room here on that first floor ready for her to be her temporary bedroom after the surgery, I found some good curtains that were like full length. These are like 63-inch curtains. But they were on sale so what i did was i bought a second set of two panels so one panel i will shorten and use in that bathroom window and then the second panel I am going to shorten and use that on her back door that's inside that room because it's got a window in it and no curtain. And on that first floor, if you want any kind of privacy, especially if you're using it as a bedroom, it's going to need a a curtain. So it's not uncovered right now. I actually have the full length curtain (laughs) hung up on it, but it's kind of ridiculous. So I'm actually going to shorten it and put another channel for a second rod at the bottom. So it can be connected both at the top and the bottom of that window with two different rods. So it'll be completely suspended in the window. That'll be nice. But the only way to do it was to actually buy full length curtains, and modify them to fit these two windows. So that's what I've got going on in some chore sewing here at the house. All right, and the only other crafty business that I've been undertaking is I continue to spin on the regular, which has been really, really nice. So we can talk a little bit about how I've made concessions to get spinning accomplished at my mother's home, (laughs) because that's been quite the adventure. So I finished spinning that Ingle Nook Fiber, and I had told you I finished the spinning and applying. So what I did, what this fiber is, it's Ingle Nook Fibers, it's a bat and a braid, number 17, the colorway is Icelandic Poppies, and it was composed of 50% gray Coriadale, 25% Tessa Silk, and 25% Tencel. It's 5.5 ounces, and that has been finished and plied. So when I plied it, I actually used, I figured out what my mom's electric spinning wheel was. It is a Woolly Ann. Now, the Wooly Ann is an electric spinning wheel created by the Wooly Winder folks. It is intended to be a production spinning wheel, electric spinning wheel, and I just plied on it. So the overall skein of final yarn will make a fine fabric when it's knit up. However, it has some issues because, man, that Wooly Ann with the Wooly Wooly Winder on it is extremely pulley and an aggressive spinning wheel, and it was not my favorite thing to spin on. I'm sure once I, if I had had the time to spend, like to invest in really learning more about the spinning wheel, and of course the instructions for operating the thing I cannot find here in mom's house, I probably would have got a better finished product. But it was overplied in some places, underplied in others, and just like the overall skein is really, really pretty. In addition, I decided I was going to improvise because I didn't have a knitty knotty and I couldn't find one. So I used the backs of two chairs and just kind of made this big square. However, with skein, there's like a clear distinction between like the uh, circumference of the outside strands and, versus the circumference of the inside strands. Once I got it all wound into a skein and it's pretty hilarious. But, but it worked and I have a whole skein of yarn and it's beautiful and it's set and I will knit it into something lovely and that'll be awesome. Okay. In addition, I did spin that two ounces of dyed BFL top from that local dyer here in Warren, Pennsylvania. Her name is Jen kemery and she is the proprietress of Turtlemaid. And I will link to her Etsy shop. But it was only two ounces, so it was super fast. And what I decided to do with that one when it came to plying was I didn't want to use that same electric spinning wheel again. What I wanted to do was use something else so I went up to mom's spinning room and I got the hat box wheel the antique hat box wheel that I had refurbished for her and gave it to her for Christmas in probably 2016 maybe 2015 and I used that I applied on that and that was a lot of fun to use that wheel I have one of them at home as well and that gave me a lot more control, and it wasn't all pulley, and it was just really nice to take that antique spinning wheel for a turn around the block. I really enjoyed applying that. So that has actually been set and is drying now. So the third braid that I brought with me, which I'm regretting only a little, <laughs> actually the fiber is lovely. It's beautifully dyed. It is by Turtle Pearl Yarns. That was some more of that um, deep stash diving that I had done. It is a beautiful color. She doesn't list the colorway. Herein lies the issue. It's 50% cashmere and 50% silk, which is fine, except the environment in which I like to spin like a flyaway cashmere fiber is not the one I'm currently in. So I'm getting it all over my clothes. By the time I finish like sitting down and spinning, I've got it all over my face. Yeah, so it's kind of a mess it's spinning up just fine but it's pretty hilarious that i'm like right now i can feel it on my face because i am actually spinning behind my electric spinning wheel as i record this episode and it's pretty funny that it's just flying away and getting all over everything and so and also this fiber is not super conducive to my go-to drafting method i'm actually having to do like inchworm drafting and i'm not the biggest fan of that only because it actually irritates the that I have in my hands so but I'm sitting down a little bit at a time and spinning away on it and I'm enjoying it the fiber's beautiful wonderfully dyed but it's just hilarious that I picked such a complicated thing to bring with me on this trip because you know I probably got a ton of dyed merino or rambouillet or who knows what else easy stuff to spin in my stash and I bring this More complex fiber. I mean, it's just a four ounce braid, so it's not like a lot of fiber, but I'm like, oh, that'll travel well. Yeah, it traveled well, but now it's getting all over me. It's hilarious. I'm just cracking myself up on that. So I don't know if I actually mentioned it, but this is the last thing I'm going to talk about in spinning my wheels. So when I went to Mail and Sheep and Wool this year with my Tanya, it was wet and cold and disgusting and horrible. We still had a wonderful time, but I was completely taken aback by the Daedalus spinning wheel booth. So I've seen the Daedalus e-spinners online like a million times and, you know, been mildly enamored with them, but I had never seen them in person before. Like I don't know anyone who has them or anything like that. So, but I, I, as we were walking by the booth, my jaw quite literally dropped. And I looked at my Tanya and I said, don't let me buy one right now. Make me come back later, right? So I sat down and I played with a couple of the wheels. And I think, honestly, but the first one I actually messed around with was the Sparrow. And a Sparrow followed me home from that trip. So that has been my latest electric spinning wheel that I've been working on. I absolutely love my Hansencraft Craft Mini Spinner. But I felt that for this trip and for carrying it through airports and stuff, um, I have found that the... I don't really trust putting it in my checked luggage because I don't want I think I would be absolutely heartbroken if I got to my destination and the spinning wheel was broken so I have this actual, it's a cosmetic case, like a train case, that will hold an electric spinning wheel really, really well. But it's a little heavy and cumbersome with the mini spinner in it. So I decided I was going to bring the Sparrow with me on this trip. So that is the wheel I've actually been doing all of my spinning on, is my new Sparrow in the color, I think it's cranberry or something. But I really love it. It's spinning really well. And I'm learning a lot. This is the Actually, this is like the sixth braid I've spun on it. And yeah, so I've spun about 24 ounces on the Sparrow, and I absolutely love it. I am thoroughly enjoying it. Traveled really well. It's way lightweight compared to the Mini Spinner. I love my Mini Spinner. Do not get me wrong. I'm not abandoning that at all. I love that wheel. But this has just been perfect for this trip, and I'm so pleased and so thankful that I brought it with me. And that my friends is all I've got going on and spinning my wheels. In this episode, I am all spun up about some good news. I'm headed home. So when I returned for my respite, I got home really, really late on a Sunday night. But by the end of Monday, I realized how much more my mother was able to do than she was before I left. Not like... She didn't like leaps and bounds, improve her ability to do things. I just think that with me not here, she was testing her limits and just taking on a lot more tasks by herself and really demonstrating how much she was capable of taking care of herself and doing her things. And yeah, and she doesn't really need me anymore. She would definitely keep me here as long as possible, but that's really not going to (laughs) happen. I can't stay forever. Um, yeah, so that Monday, before I even told her, I got online and I booked my return flight home for August 19th. So in less than a week, I will be at home. So today is Sunday and it is my last Sunday in Pennsylvania until our next visit, I suppose. This is pretty exciting news and I'm super duper happy that I will be back to my stomping grounds and my routine and my stuff and my craft room and my boy and my bed. <laughs> yeah, it's really exciting. I am super spun up that I get to head home, right? So more than doing chores, it's, it's the little things that are going to make a difference. I have not minded spending this time with my mom, helping her out. But, you know, after a while, it's the little things. I'm not a huge fan of chores. And I realize that the only thing I don't like more than chores is doing someone else's chores. Right? Yeah. So I'm excited. I get to head home in less than a week. And it's all good news from there. Mom's progressed well enough that she can literally take care of herself. Yes, it's slower. It's going to be a long time before she's back to 100%, but she can feed, clothe, bathe, and 100% take care of herself. We're going to spend the rest of this week doing some little occupational therapy kind of things just to make sure she can safely accomplish all the things she needs to do. For example, she hasn't actually driven herself anywhere since she broke her hip. So that is one of our chores for later today actually. We are going to head out and she is going to drive us someplace. Not that I doubt her ability to do any of these things, but there's just some stuff I think that it's fearful to do again after such a severe injury and surgical procedure. She hasn't driven herself. She needs to drive herself with me there so you know, just to establish her own confidence in her ability to actually be able to accomplish those things. So other than that, man, I just have some little things to do around the house and make sure she can run through all the tasks that she needs to do to, you know, care, maintain herself, take care of the house. And yeah, and then I'm headed home and I am super excited. Well, it looks like it is time to spin off this episode of Spin Control. Thank you all so much for joining me. In the weeks to come, I will be preparing to record my next episode, and I wanted to give you a little heads up on some of the adventures that I have coming my way. So I'm learning a lot about myself and uh, potential follies while spending all this time with my mom. So I'm going to talk about some of that in the next episode. I've already started an outline and I've entitled it, but that has to do with some of the adventures I've got down the line. Like, for example, did I tell you that I procured uh, three antique circular sock knitting machines that uh, need restoration but are still sitting in, in boxes? Yeah, so that's a thing that we need to address. I also have several alpaca fleece that need to be skirted and sorted and prepped to become top so that's an adventure I'm going to start taking on and I've got some lingering projects just basic house things that I need to get knocked out and taken care of so those are some of the things that we've got coming up in the future and once I get home I'm actually going to make a plan for getting some of those things done and I will tell you all about those adventures and keep you posted on all that progress so it should be a lot of fun for me and hopefully it's going to be a lot of fun for you to hear about. All right, everyone. Thank you all again so much for tuning in. I am going to be leading us out with a song entitled Time Will Tell by Gregory Allen Isakoff, one of my favorite artists, and I hope you enjoy it. And as always, you can get the details about this episode and all the past episodes at SpinControlPodcast.com. You can email me at Shiloh at Forever Handmade. Catch me on Instagram and Ravelry as Forever Handmade. Thanks again, guys. I will talk to you soon.
1: Turning in the grain again. The bells begin to chime. Time, she says, there's no turning back. Keep your eyes on the tracks Somewhere there's blue Oh, time will tell, she'll see us through All the time we took You should know Just how it steals Keep your hand on the wheel And through it all Somewhere we know Where time will tell She'll see us through call we trust, we're kicking under, stations fade just like they do, Old oh, time will tell.